Uh, we've got a few minutes left, so I just want to sort of look back at what was announced yesterday, but also look ahead to the the ongoing reaction and how we continue to cover this story. Uh, Global Television Provincial Affairs reporter Tom Vernon joining us here this morning. Hey, Tom, how are you? Uh, good, Daryl, preparing for what's going to be a busy one. Yeah, well, it was a last-minute rush last night. It was supposed to be mm-hmm. with a 5 o'clock news conference. It ended up being 5.20, but yeah, well, I'm not going to go down that road again. Uh, there was I was talking to David Shepard earlier, the NDP health critic, uh, about the reaction to it, and, and one of the big things he brought up, because obviously the NDP criticism is saying you've you've caved into the protesters, Kenny government, uh, he brought up that, that Grant Hunter, the MLA, had been back at the uh, the Coots border crossing mm-hmm. and was saying he was, he was, he was proud to see what was going on there have you i haven't heard anything about that from anywhere else other than him have you i've not seen that um it was interesting how the premier handled all that yesterday though right so when he was asked about uh, the, the supposed negotiations between rural mlas and, and the border protesters he said look and we've made it clear no one is allowed to, uh, to uh negotiate with them sonia savage is out speaking about the situation yesterday and he just put it as an MLA speaking to his constituents, which they are supposed to do. So it's interesting how they're, they're framing that. Like, look, he's not negotiating. He's just speaking with constituents. So I've not seen that Grant Hunter was back, but, uh, I mean, he was he was there that weekend and then had to kind of come around and apologize. And yeah, say, the first weekend. He walked days. back on yeah. that. That's why I was surprised yeah. when Shepard told me that this is what... But I don't know. That's just hearsay. So I, I have no confirmation yeah, of that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Uh, no. Well, we'll keep an eye on that and see what goes on today. What, what other... Because there will be more reaction today. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at today? Well, it's the business community uh, reaction is interesting on this, and I, and I heard you guys talking about this a little bit earlier on. Okay, the restrictions exemption program is gone, but what about capacity limits? Like you look at places uh, that you know, with their putting in the restrictions exemption program, they could operate at higher capacity, and now they can't. So they were saying, look, the the liquor service—that's what's really harming us, not the restrictions exemption program. So I'm curious to see how business reacts. Uh, we're going to hear from the city today. Look, there's been some back and forth from municipal leaders and the premier on. You know, how do restrictions work? Can municipalities put their own restrictions in place? So we'll hear from Mayor Sohi today. That, that's going to be an interesting one as well. And then from healthcare workers, how, how are they feeling about this? The Premier says, look, yeah, the, the number of people, you know, the number of people in hospital with COVID is a little lower than the numbers show. But look, they've had a long two years. I'm curious how they feel about the programs being lifted. Yeah, because the, the next steps are, are incumbent on uh continuing trend of reduced mm-hmm. hospitalizations but if it goes the other way uh, it was fairly clear from the premier the rep is not coming back and yeah. it doesn't sound like the masking mandate for kids is going to come back either step one is in place step two might be in jeopardy but not step one yeah and we'll see how it goes it's good i mean i I, mean, I have two young kids one of them in grade one and it was just last week she brought home a big bag full of probably 30 masks right so i mean the masks are out there so I'll be curious to see how parents respond to this, how how school boards, of teachers immediately raise their concerns about this. Uh, the premier had a little bit of uh, there was a little back and forth on Twitter yesterday about teachers talking about maybe we should get some lawyers to figure out what we can do about this. Um, teachers are worried. Like I mean, just because the premier's ending these programs doesn't mean COVID is over. It's still out there. So we'll see how this transmission goes and, and how parents react to this. Well, and how it works within the school community, because I would think mm-hmm. that some parents would say to their kids, uh, we want you to keep wearing your mask. Is there any yeah. rule against wearing a mask in school now? How does that work sort of as with different groups? You have some kids who do, some kids who don't. Do, do, you know, uh, do, do, do teachers dive into this and say, we'd prefer that you did, but we can't tell you mm-hmm. to. That's, it, it, there, there's a lot of opportunity. This could be a really real mess in some cases for some people. And, and I mean, having school-aged kids, I have lots of friends with school-aged kids, and it happened to us. 
our kid brought the COVID home from school a few weeks ago, right? So I'm curious to see. I'm not sure how we'll track numbers or if we're even going to track numbers, but it's will we see a bit of a surge without the masks in classrooms now? I'd be curious to see because that's where we got it. Well, and if we see, then I, you know, perhaps then you see it in hospitalizations and then perhaps. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there's a lot of unanswered questions and the, yeah. there, there, there is both joy in some areas and there's <laughs> anger and fear in, in others as well. And that's just going to manifest itself over the next several days. Plus, we have to keep an eye and see what goes on in Coots because obviously whatever was done yesterday was not enough to get those protesters to back off. Yeah, I mean, and there's no denying there are a lot of people, I'd say a majority of people, want to get life back to normal. It's, it's, it's going to be a bumpy road there. So I'll be curious to see how this all plays out over the next few weeks. Yeah, oh, likewise. Uh, Tom Vernon, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you jumping in here with us. Uh, thanks for having me. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.